It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome to another episode of Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast. I'm your host, Liv Chapman, and we have a an episode with just me. So this episode is a concept that we have been getting so many questions about. And I think it's one of those things, there's a lot of terminology that's thrown around in the coaching industry. I'll say that first. And a lot of it's like, okay, we need to work on this, right? We need to work on healing our trauma. We need to work on our money mindset. We need to work on our, you know, self-care or prioritizing like so many things. And I think what I'm always thinking about is how, but how, but how, and one of the concepts that is taught and sold and marketed all the time is confidence. There are so many coaches that specialize in confidence. And, you know, after you hear this episode, you may want to reach out to them and I I can recommend some, but we often want to get started or start seeing some results in our daily lives. And I think one of the key things is learning and understanding that when you are trying to become the next level of yourself. And in this case, and in this episode, we're talking about becoming more confident. It's really helpful to know how, like, how do we actually do that? It's one thing to say, okay, I'm, I'm feeling more confident or one thing to say, I need to practice being more confident, but how do we actually do that? And how do we do it in a way that is long lasting and transformational and actually shows up in different areas of our lives. So today's episode is all about how to grow that confidence muscle, what you can actually be doing every day to become more confident. But before we even get into that, I want to just go backwards a little bit, just so not coachy of me, but I want to talk about the difference in imposter syndrome, another word thrown around in the coaching industry all the time and confidence. So these two things are often like you will hear it in marketing, like ditch imposter syndrome and become your most confident self. And maybe it's just how my brain works, but I'm, I do really well when I understand not only the what, but the how. So how is being not confident or having imposter syndrome showing up in my life? And what would it look like if it was shifted into confidence? And how do we create that shift and ultimately be able to apply it to every single area of our lives? So let's get into it. I want to start with just a little bit of background because I feel like it's important here, but I did not have a life that was set up for success or 
to be a very confident human. I, a lot of my lived experience, especially in childhood and young adulthood are actually things that are confidence killers, right? And I didn't have a lot of experience coming into the business world. I was a public school teacher. I, the first year in my coaching business, I got unexpectedly pregnant. There's just been a lot of things that can, I didn't have any support from my family. I didn't have any money. And a lot of these things can really put our confidence on ice or on the decline, right? So I say that to say that you can start this from a really not confident place and still see major changes in your life. So if you feel like you're struggling in every single area, this is for you. If you feel like you're the only one who's got your back, this is for you. If you are feeling overwhelmed with lack of finances or lack of love or lack of support or lack of resources, this is still for you. You do not have to be in a great or even good or fair place to get started on this. You can actually be in a shitty place and I'm evidence of that being possible. So like I said, the same year I went full-time in my business, I became unexpectedly pregnant. Katie actually was my first life coach. Um, And even when I was in like the depths of despair, she could see that there was light in there. And that's what coaching does. She could see that there was desire, there were goals, there was something there. And she asked me to partner with her in IGC, even at one of my worst (laughs) phases of life. So I, then in 2018, um, I left the father of my kids after uncovering, and this is also when I became a detective after uncovering, you know, a lot of deception and lies and affairs and even again, being at my lowest in this area, we were able to have our first seven figure year that year. And it was all because I learned how to be more confident, how to show up that way, and how to exercise that confidence muscle, even when things were falling apart, and especially when things were falling apart. So The first thing I want to talk about is confidence versus imposter syndrome. So by definition, confidence is a feeling of self-assurance. It's trust and belief in your own abilities. So when you have that trust and belief in yourself, you become confident. And when you become confident, that is when success, fulfillment, abundance, and clarity become possible, right? And then if you looked beyond that, what does success look like? What does fulfillment look like? Abundance, clarity, right? But it all stems from this place of trust and belief in yourself. So success and fulfillment stem from confidence. Confidence stems from your sense of trust and belief in yourself. So the practice that we're going to get into is practicing trust and belief in ourselves and our qualities first, okay? That's going to be the practice that we're focusing on today. And this is meant to replace good old imposter syndrome. So what is that? It's a term that we hear all the time, ditch imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome in the workplace and for entrepreneurs and blah, blah, blah. But that is really doubting your self-worth, feeling like a fraud and refusing, literally refusing to acknowledge your 
accomplishment or acknowledge your worth. So imposter syndrome stems from a lack of acknowledging your worth. When you refuse to do that, and I say refuse because that's a choice that we make or our brains make that we're going to stop choosing starting today, hopefully. But when you do that, when you lack acknowledgement of yourself, you develop imposter syndrome. And when you feel like an imposter, the byproduct of that is self-doubt, it's inaction, it's fear. And the worst thing to me, one of the worst things, they're all bad, but uncertainty, uncertainty. So when we are coming from a place of imposter syndrome, those are the byproducts. And when we lack self-doubt, we don't take action. When we don't take action, we don't see the results that we want. When we are in fear, not only can we become anxious and closed off and not even feeling like ourselves, but we also are then not creating the results that we want in our lives that, you know, would indicate that we love ourselves, right? This is all kind of like manifesting too, if you think about it. So, and of course, uncertainty, which I hate that feeling of not being sure about yourself, not being sure about your choices. And when we lack that certain certainty and that ability to make a decision, we end up getting results or byproducts of that, that just aren't even in alignment with who we are. And the domino effect of that in your life can be horrible. I mean, it can just be so unmotivating. You find yourself in these situations and you're like, how did I get here? And I can tell that I can tell you, and I'm not talking about when something bad happens to you that someone else does, but a lot of the uncertainty and a lot of the results that we create in our lives that we do not like come from our own lack or refusal to acknowledge our worth. And if you've ever been in a relationship that was just killing you or a job that was just eating away at your soul, or a city that was not fueling you, or friend groups that didn't support you, that all can stem from a lack of acknowledging your worth and removing yourself from those places, spaces, situations, groups, whatever. And I do not say this to preach to you. I am practicing this every day. I promise you, this is hard work, but it's the work of our lives. Okay. So now that we're clear on that fear and self-doubt come from imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome stems from that lack of acknowledging your worth. And the practice here again, is we must practice trust and belief in ourselves. That's the only way to negate that imposter syndrome. So I did a little TikTok about this the other day and got a lot of DMs um, requesting this confidence workbook that we have in this course. And I'll give you all the CEO level confidence workbook. We'll link it in the show notes of this. Um, it'll be at innerglowcircle.com slash confident. And you can download that workbook for free for now. I'm telling you, this one's a game changer though. It's actually, we have a whole lesson on it or module on it in our early enrichment course. And when we ask our students about early enrichment, they have all said that this was such a game changer for them because it's the first lesson in that series. Um, and I could say, if you don't do this first, before you start creating your coaching packages, before you start marketing, before you start writing your business plan, you're going to start creating all of that stuff from a place of imposter syndrome, and it's going to be so out of alignment. So you want to start with this first. And the fact is that 60% of 
women who are starting a business, according to research, um, they put it off and they put off growing it. They put off really putting themselves into it because of imposter syndrome. So there you have it. And women believe that determination and self-confidence are the most important attributes for success. And this is all from the same study from Women Entrepreneurship Barometer Global Report. But, you know, we like a little evidence. We like to know that we're not just doing these exercises and spending time working on things that don't matter. We are busy people and we need to know that the work is going to matter and it's going to make a difference. So yeah, research shows that confidence is the number one barrier to women's success in business. So we want to start with that first. It's got to be a part of your daily plan. And I believe, you know, what we're talking about in this episode today is going to help you. And also if you want to grab that workbook uh, in the show notes, you'll be well on your way to having more confident days on a more regular basis. So all of that to say, let's work on some practices. Let's get into what we can actually do to improve our confidence on a daily basis and build that trust and belief in ourselves so that we can get all of those byproducts of creating from that space and living from that space instead of that fear and doubt and uncertainty and all of that. So the first thing I want to ask you, and remember this season is a lot about what you can do now. So this, if you have a pen and paper, don't do this if you're driving or walking. Um, but I want you to think to yourself, where in your life do you feel like imposter syndrome or lack is showing up the most? And what does that create? What are the side effects of that? When you feel like an imposter, what actually happens? I can tell you for me that in my life, I have experienced imposter syndrome in business again and again with every growth edge, with every new launch, with every new product, with growing a team and not being sure and wondering if I'm leading them correctly and doubting my abilities to lead and doubting my clarity in the vision. And the results that I've created from that space are honestly a lot of time in action and uncertainty and of course, self-doubt. And when I'm choosing and creating from that space, not only is are the results sometimes out of alignment, but the experience of doing this job that I love and having this company that I love, it takes all the fun out of it. It takes the joy out of it. Right. And I notice, and this is kind of my rule. <laughs> if I'm not having fun, something is off. And if you're thinking about that for you, you can immediately say, well, my husband's not supportive or my kids are out of control, or I just don't have enough time or all of these things. But the real thing you need to do is stop complaining and start getting real with yourself. What are you responsible for? Because I know that there will always be external forces. There will always be something in the way. There will always be something tremendously inconvenient about creating a life on your own terms. But I have to ask myself, what can I take responsibility for? And a hundred percent of the time I can take responsibility for how I show up to my life. And so can you. 
So examine that imposter syndrome. I think that it often helps with going, you know, area of life by area of life, meaning business, work, kids and family, spiritual, spiritual life or, you know, religion or whatever it is going through those areas of your life, because some of them I can bet that you probably feel pretty good about. I mean, hopefully at least you can find one area. And if you can't, these exercises are going to help you. But you want to look at your life in different sections and think, okay, I'm good here. I'm not so good here. Okay. So then we're going to talk about where in your life, this is, those are those sections, but where in your life do you feel confident? And you can go so micro on this. Like, do you feel confident in your skincare routine? Do you feel confident in your body in some form? Do you feel confident in your ability to communicate? Do you feel confident in your writing skills? Do you feel confident in your parenting skills, your cooking skills, your personality, your sense of humor, anything? Where do you feel confident in your life already? And what does that feel like? And then what results do you create from that space? I feel really confident in my ability to connect with others. And I know when I'm in that space because it's like a good vibe, you know, like you're bouncing ideas off each other. The energy is good. And when I leave spaces of high positive connectivity, I feel better about my life and I feel more motivated and I feel more inspired to go do the things that I want to do. Right. On the contrary, I have left different situations with individuals that have left me feeling worse right? And it's my responsibility to remove myself from those situations, right? But anyway, where in your life do you already feel confident? What does that feel like? How do you think? How do you speak? How do you act? Any of that stuff. And and you know that even if it's micro, like even if you're like, well, I don't have my shit together, but I happen to make my bed every morning. And when I do that, I feel like queen of the castle, right? And go ahead, name yourself. I mean, I say, I refer to Queen Olivia as like, I don't know, it's an energy. It's, it's uh, an archetype. It's a version of myself that I can literally say, is this how Queen Olivia would show up? And if not, what? Wh- how would she show up? How would she act? If you want to name yourself, go for it. I think it's like fun. It's also in the workbook for you to do that. But anything that you know of, that already increases your confident confidence or brings out your most confident self. You want to note those things. You literally want to know them so that you can do them, right? So this could be after a workout. It could be dancing around the kitchen. It could be hair done, makeup on, your favorite podcast, a walk, prayer, a nap, um, a close friend that you call who always lifts you up. It could be, you know, some other form of spirituality, like after you journal or self-reflect or, you know, do a tarot reading or pull from Oracle cards. It could be sex. I mean, it could be any of these things that, you know, you feel really good about yourself. And so to be the woman that you want to be, AKA the woman that you already are, because I can, I can guarantee even at your lowest, you can find one thing, just find one thing, because that is the evidence that you need to know that you can do this and you can apply this to different areas of your life. So to be that woman, how do you need to show up for yourself? What do you need to do to get more of her? The first thing you got to do is choose her. 
the first thing that you have to do is choose her and know that she is within you and know that you can access her at any time. It's a skill. Confidence is a skill. It's a practice. And when you're transferring confidence to a new endeavor or a new business or anything new, new relationship, um, you need to increase your practice time. I don't know how many people get really excited about doing something new. And then when it actually comes down to it, that imposter syndrome, that fear, that uncertainty, that self-doubt starts creeping in. And then it never happens. It never happens. And that is because we forget, our brain forgets, or we forget that when we are doing something new, we are going to be up against more resistance, more negative self-talk. That is when instead of doing that and engaging in that and falling into that trap, we actually need to increase the activities that bring out the best in us. We need to increase the workouts or increase the writing or increase the practices or increase the coaching or therapy or whatever it is, whatever those things are. When you know you are going up against your next level or rising with your next level, because I don't think it has to be a battle. That's when we want to implement even more confidence building strategies and practices and routines. Okay. This is like a whole, a whole lesson for you all. So ultimately we, the solution to imposter syndrome is to become competent in confidence. Okay. So your goal is to become so competent to know yourself and to know the strategies of confidence so well that you are able to practice them. You are able to embed them into your life at any given time. And I can also tell you that the, when you are doing something new, these are often the times where you're kind of like, let me not have to put an E on this episode. Um, you're kind of like, forget about it, right? Like you, that resistance can talk us out of things, right? And it's often the thing that we need the most that we're like, oh, it's not going to work anyway. Well, my recommendation for you is to let it, let it work. Give yourself that chance. Let yourself get to the next level. That fear voice in your head is only loud because you're letting it get loud. And I'm the practice is to let the confidence get louder, let it work, let yourself go there. And like literally the worst case scenario is that you feel 10% better than you did five minutes before. So one of, let's get into the actual tangible practices. So one of the ways that you can do this, and this is in that workbook too, is to actually keep a list we call it a hundred acknowledgements, but keep a list of anything and everything that you have done. So achievements, how you are, any experiences you've had, personal or professional accomplishments, personality traits, any type of small wins that really qualify you for your role as CEO or your to be the woman that quits the job, to be the woman that starts the business, to be the woman that, you know, finds the love of her life, to be the great mom, whatever it is. And you are actually tracking them. So I have a note on my phone, which is where all of my most genius ideas lie. One day we'll get a little bit more organized, but who doesn't love a lengthy, lengthy 
notes uh, app. I, I saw a meme the other day. It was like, <laughs> um, don't worry about deleting my text messages um, if I go missing or something. Just worry about my notes section. And uh, yeah, somebody grab that notes section if anything ever happens to me. Thank you. Everything's there. Everything. So, but my my list is an ongoing list that's in my notes section because I'm not always in front of the computer. I'm not always with the same notebook. I have 50 of them around the house at any given time. Also find the notebooks. <laughs> but I just keep them in there. And it's like it's, you know, in our sales course, we call it evidence of abundance, but you in in this case, we're calling it a hundred acknowledgments. You want to actually have a space where you are collecting evidence of how amazing you are. And I know you're probably thinking that sounds a little weird or self-centered or all of this, but our brain has this sneaky little way of trying to ruin our life. And like, why? I don't know, human nature, I guess, or comparison on the internet, all of these things where we're just like, women especially, we're, we're just flooded with not enoughness all the time all the time. I'm countering the mom who did the whole bake sale and looks like a supermodel at, at pickup time. And I'm countering the images on social media of, you know, women who look amazing or have the nicer car, or have the nicer house. And we're, we're fighting this overflow of information that often makes us feel like shit. So why not keep an, some information for you that makes you feel really, really good? Because you're going to need that evidence when the self-doubt starts to creep in. You're going to need that evidence when you're about to get on a sales call or post something really vulnerable or provocative or, you know, even just your own opinion online these days. Like you're going to piss somebody off no matter what you say. So you need that confidence to be able to do those things, those things that make you a leader, those things that make you stand out, those things that make you you. So you want to start keeping a list. I would say the goal is to get to 100, maybe even 100 in the different categories where you need it the most. And this is the place that you want to revisit when you're feeling doubtful. I also would recommend writing them as I am statements. I am capable of looking beautiful at 7 a.m. on a Monday morning. I am capable of creating really great copy. I am an excellent graphic designer. Even if you don't have graphic design degree, if you're killing it on Canva, write it down. I know how to calm an argument between my children. You could even go like I was awarded um, like the teacher, um, some teacher of excellence award back in when I was a teacher. And I still have that in there because I'm like, sometimes I don't even know if I'm teaching you or saying the right thing on these podcasts. And I'm like, you know what? I know that I'm a good teacher. I have evidence of it, right? So anything, personal, professional achievements, accomplishments, big wins, small wins, anything, anything. Like you're a loving person. I am the one my friends go to for advice because they always walk away feeling better. I'm an amazing cook. I am healthy. I am making healthy choices, anything, okay? anything. And especially if you can get it to kind of relate to your biggest challenges, that's going to help you even more. So that's one thing that you can practice, keep the running list and revisit it. 
The second practice that has become very powerful, especially in building that belief and trust in yourself, really the trust in yourself piece is understanding and being really clear and decisive. So being making good decisions and also kind of tracking those. So one of the things that builds our trust in ourselves is making really good decisions, making good decisions for you. And I know, especially if you're a woman or a mom or an entrepreneur, we are often thinking by default about other people when we're making a decision. Oh, does this work for my significant other? Before I book that appointment, should I check with them? And some of it's common courtesy. And some of it is like, just, girl, just decide, just decide. So first thing you can do is think of maybe, you know, five or 10 decisions that were difficult for you to make, but you made them and the results were favorable. So what are some times that you made a decision and it ended up being the best decision of your life or one of them? They don't have to all be that profound. But my decision to stop going to very intense workout classes multiple times a week was a great decision. I didn't want to go because everybody was going. I had friends there. It was my routine, blah, blah, blah. I was worried what would happen if I was on. Now I walk and I'm telling you, it has been one of the best decisions. I can trust myself to listen to my body. That's what that taught me. So list some of the decisions that you've made, or, you know, maybe your goal is to make one really good decision each day, but the more decisions that you make and the more that you honor your choices and you reflect on them as positive and forward moving, the more you will trust yourself. And when you trust yourself and you have built that trust, you will become more confident in your abilities. All right. So we talked about acknowledgements. We talked about trust. And then the next thing that has been, had such a profound impact. I've talked about this a million times in a million episodes, but you need to surround yourself with a positive community. Being confident in a vacuum is very, very challenging. You need people in your life that are committed to your growth with you. So you will need to surround yourself with people who lift you up. And I'm telling you, even one person in your life that come hell or high water has your back can have a huge impact on your commitment to yourself, on your confidence in yourself, on your willingness to take risks, on your willingness to grow. Okay. So people who lift you up, and when you start losing confidence, when you are having one of those days, when you're having one of those days where you don't want to do it, or you're having one of those days where everything feels too hard, these, this is the community, or this is the person that you call. You need to support, you need to source this person or this community for support. And I will tell you one more thing about this. We often resist that too. I, I mean, the IGC circle community, which is our uh, professional development coaching community. It comes with all of our courses, whether you're in certification or you buy a digital course, you have access to this support, support group. It's called the circle. And there are weekly live coaching calls every single week. And the women who go to those calls on a regular basis 
are significantly further along in their businesses. And when I talk to women who are not where they want to be, I'm like, have you gotten on a circle call? Have you like tapped into the community? No, I just like, I feel like they feel imposter syndrome or they feel like a loser or they feel like they're behind everyone else. But that thing that you're resisting is actually the remedy. That's the remedy. I would say, honestly, the worse that you feel, the more you need it. So you need to challenge yourself. Like if you're not ready to publish the post or launch the business or whatever it is, challenge yourself to at least get support. Because I can promise you, and I know we talked about this in our episode last week with Kendall, but coaching, which is a form of support, is literally self-care. And self, when we take care of ourself, we have more fuel for all of the outside things that we want to create. Whether it's being a great mommy or parent or partner or being an amazing businesswoman and coach. Okay? So you want to commit to that support. and You want to get it. And when you least feel like it <laughs> is when I beg of you to get it more. And don't stop going when you feel good. Just like we don't want to stop booking discovery calls when we have a full coaching practice. We don't want to create this up and down feast and famine. Hello, adrenal fatigue. Hello, burnout. No, no, no. Stay consistent. Keep the promises that you keep to yourself. Keep those promises. And that's going to help with your confidence, right? You can make a decision that is good for you. If you're listening to this, you can make a decision now to figure out how to get into the circle. Figure out what you need to do to get that community support and go to innerglowcircle.com slash call. And one of our admissions advisors will tell you the bajillion different ways you can access this at a million different price points. But when you do this, when you set yourself up for success, if this is the foundation, you are going to be able to move through the tasks and the like external things, right? Much more smoothly and actually with much more joy. So I know at the beginning of this episode, I had said, I know that my confidence is off when I'm not having fun anymore. And I would ask you, you know, what is your key indicator? What is your key indicator that your confidence is on the decline? Is it tiredness? Is it brain fog? Is it avoidance? Is it I don't know, things taking longer than normal, whatever it, what is your indicator? Because I want you to note that. What is that thing that it happens in your body and your soul and your mind and your heart that says I am off and we are allowed to be off. We are literally allowed to take a day off, please. For the love of God, I'm not saying burn yourself into the ground, but when things start for me, like I used to look at this, like when I, as far back as when I was a public school teacher, I'm like, if I don't like this 80% of the time, I got to get out of here. And slowly after years, I realized I was at about 20%. And I was like, something has to change. And so if I'm looking at my life now, if I am not having fun or finding the fun, even in the mundane or in the endless homework or science projects or I have got to change something. And it usually comes back to the basics. Why are you the woman for the job? 
what makes you so amazing? It comes back to confidence practices. So I hope this was helpful. I feel like I packed a lot into a relatively short episode, but I hope this gives you a lot to think about. And I hope that you prioritize you. We are wrapping up the end of 2023 And as I declared at the beginning of the year, no more hard years. And damn, what was that? I think, you know what the key is? I think I got to take the word hard out of the manifesting. I mean, that's like manifesting 101. You don't want to put what you don't want in the statement. So I am taking your request for what we're going to theme 2024, but I'll tell you one thing, it's not going to have the word hard in it. And I'll tell you one thing, if you want to really, 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 move into 24, 2024. Yeah, that's the year. (laughs) If you really want to move into that year as the new version of yourself or the just the best version of yourself, the you that's in there all along, because I know for a fact, if you're listening to this podcast, that you have that woman in you. Implement these practices. They are more important than scrolling. They are more important than content writing. They are more important than anything. So grab the workbook if you don't have it. book a call with one of our advisors if you need that community piece and let's just do it the more you resist it the more you need it remember that when you're like no 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 that means yes 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 trick yourself change your brain and um, go out and be your most confident queen energy selves if you like this episode or if you know someone who needs to hear it we all need to hear it myself included please share this with them and we will see you next week Let's face it, the world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach. 